And Donald Trump's Arizona sweep is complete as Carrie Lake wins the Republican nomination for governor, becoming the fourth election denier and Trump endorsed candidate to win a major nomination in the state. Look what at this that. says. Look at, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. that. There's a whole <laughs> lot of crazy right that, there. That's uh, election deniers, insurrectionists, weirdos, freaks. You've got it all. Really, you've got a variety of candidates for the Republican Party in Arizona, all of them extreme, all of them insurrectionists, all of them uh, people who actually don't believe in American democracy. They believe in their form of government where, well, you only recognize elections where your side wins. And this is what folks on the far right have been working on for quite some time. What this says about Trumpism and the future of the Republic. So precursor, those things are a precursor to, to what happened in Arizona. I mean, you, you talk about, I've got to say, you, you, you talk about extremes. And I think the Arizona Republican Party, the rank and file selected, uh, again, the most extreme slate of candidates probably in modern American history for election deniers, for people who, despite all of the federal courts, all of the Trump appointees, all of the Trump Supreme Court justices, uh, all of the Republicans up and down the line who have said that this election uh, was legitimate. All of the people who worked in the Trump administration who said this election was legitimate. Um, that the Republican slate of candidates this this fall, insurrectionists, freaks, weirdos, really, really extreme, the most extreme slate of candidates in American history. Yeah, and some of those in Arizona, not just casual election deniers, Mark Fincham, the nominee to be Secretary of State, was at the Capitol mm -hmm. on January 6th. He was at the Stop the Steal rally. Carrie Lake, the nominee for governor, has adopted the language of election denial. She was a different person, of course, a couple of years ago when she supported An Barack Obama, Obama supporter. Yeah. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Um, but she now says, yes, I have evidence that their uh, 2020 election was rigged, except I'm not going to share it with you because you're in the fake news. So she keeps saying she's got oh. evidence but won't share it. But that's sort of beside the point because now the four of them are on the doorstep. They're one step away, one election away in Arizona from being in positions of real power where they could have, if they'd been in place in 2020, they could have done something to change the outcome of the 2020 election. They could have flipped votes. Draw a direct line to even some of the politicians we're seeing now um, in Arizona, Carrie Lake, just cravenly lying about the contours of our democracy and how to behave in it. If you want to be in a democracy, pushing lies, pushing conspiracy theories, hurting people, just loving hurting people. It is repulsive. Because, because it's, it's money. disgusting. It's money and, and it wins votes for, it hope, is craven. Hope, for hope and change. Carrie. It, yeah. You know, it, it, hope and change. Kerry uh, decided to to adopt uh, Donald Trump's lies because hope and change. Kerry got tired of being an Obama supporter and thought her best chance of getting elected would be to stop being hope and change. Kerry and start being stolen election. Kerry and you know it worked in the primary process. Kerry, but but perhaps these Bill of lies, rights for rapists. Kerry, yeah, perhaps yeah. these lies will will will. Be called out. Thanks, Mickey. Could not be any higher. Uh, couldn't be any higher, especially in these races where you have election deniers uh, who are, are running. I, 
Is it an overstatement? I don't know. I mean, I'll, I guess our viewers can decide whether it's an overstatement to say to say that uh, our form of American democracy is at risk if we start electing people who deny election results when their side loses. Yeah, I mean, that's where we are. So you, you don't want to overstate it. You don't want to be hyperbolic. Uh, but but it's dangerous. But 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 <laughs> yeah, I uh, so much is at stake uh, this fall. When you have these people who are insurrectionists or who supported the insurrectionists or, you know, uh, you've got the Republican gubernatorial candidate in Pennsylvania who showed up uh, on January the 6th and and again, talks the language of insurrection that talks mm-hmm. the, the the language of election denial. Uh, it's it's anti-democratic and it's un-American. It's un-American. OK, welcome. We're live at uh, CPAC. You're in the war room. We have the winner of the Republican primary, the Associate yeah. President. Yeah. By the way, did the Arizona voters make the right choice? Oh my gosh, this is amazing. First of all, we need, Mika needs help and she needs help fast. Yeah, no, I, I, wanna, I, I wanna talk about, I wanna talk about the over the top rhetoric of MSNBC because this is on the first morning. Yeah. You flew in, in the middle of the night. They just announced the Associated Press just called this. They just announced it and you see the opening barrage of, of what they're going to do. Not talking about issues, not talking about the nope. state of Arizona, none of it. It's Kerry Lake and all the negative stuff they said about you. I want to give you a platform to particularly Mika and Joe. Given your what 20 25 years as a professional in this industry, what you I mean, I've never seen anything like that on TV. I, I don't watch them, and I don't think most Americans do, because they are the ones who are unhinged. Most Americans are out there actually trying to make ends meet. Most Americans are out there trying to put food on the table for their kiddos. Most Americans are out there trying to make sure their kids are, are safe and healthy. And and Mika, and, and what's her husband's name? Uh, Joe. Yeah, oh, right. Joe. By, by the way... Not- <laughs> Sorry, I, I really no, I, don't watch by, them. By the way, shouldn't it be called Morning Mika? Why, why is it even, why is she subservient to Joe? She who, seems she, to do most of the talking, so she, maybe she, it should. She carries the load in the show, she do you does. agree? I agree she does. Maybe, why is she so triggered maybe, by, why is she so triggered by you? I think they're triggered because they have spent the last, what, seven years attacking President Trump and tearing him apart. And they've, they've done a pretty good job because they've turned uh, many Americans against him, even though we should be for him because he brought all these great policies and helped our country so much. And they're looking at me saying, oh, my gosh, how can we tear her down? It's going to be harder because Americans are awake. And, you know, go ahead, tear me down. That's fine, Mika. Go for it. I don't care what you say because I care about Arizona. And I'm in this. I walked away from media because I'm in this to help save our state. And they're going to have a real hard time tearing me down. I don't even know who they were just describing when they were going off like that, because they obviously don't know me or what I'm about. Carrie Lake stands for the people of Arizona, right? Carrie Lake's going to fight for Arizona, correct? Absolutely. I'm only hey, I'm only here because of the people of Arizona. Let's talk about that. Thirty million dollars. I think your opponent spent, I don't know, 18 or 20 of her own money. I heard outside groups in for another eight or ten. $30 $30 million and really nothing about policy or issues, all the politics of personal destruction. Right. You were able from, from, from the deplorables and from the Trump movement and MAGA, great, but three, three and a half million dollars, you're outspent 10 to one, all the politics of personal destruction. 
What would you like to say to the mainstream media about how you've come through that and what you've learned about the people of Arizona and yourself? What I've learned is that I don't think, A, you can buy an election anymore because too many people are awake. They know what's going on. And we are going to be leading Arizona into its best days ahead. And we don't care if the media is attacking us because they're not watching them, Steve. I mean, I got here. I got to this moment with the help of the people and with the help of alternative media like Steve Bannon in the war room. Fox didn't have me on. They finally they finally had me on in the last month of this, and it was for a hit piece. But they had you on for a gotcha interview, which you showed how professional you were because you turned the tables yeah. back on. So we got you, here Fox, with, Fox with has, podcasts. Fox News has not had you, only had you on one time in the last seven months? On prime time. God bless Maria. She's had me on a couple times on her right. Sunday morning She's show. Fabulous. but. Uh, we, and we've reached out to all of them, said, hey, we want to come on, talk about our issues. We're number one in the polls. We've been number one since day one and never had us By the way, the historic nature of this, as they, they continue to count, as they continue to count the votes, is that you've won every county in Arizona? Yes. Is, we, that, is that going to be official now? Yes, we, we, we went, won 15 counties. But what's so cool about it, Maricopa County is, of course, the big county. And it's, it gets all the attention. And so the rest of Arizona has been left out, feeling left out. They have been left out. And we went all over this state and we won. We won. We were declared the winner as when we looked at our numbers, obviously, without winning Maricopa County. Now, since the votes are finally being counted in yes. Maricopa County, yes. I think we're going to win that yes. really well. I believe we will win by eight to ten points by the time it's all said You think and done. you're projecting an eight to ten point victory? I think so, yeah. These, these numbers are going for us in a, in a big way. Okay. This is what you have to walk people through. With literally almost no money, no media, because people don't understand the mainstream media in, in Phoenix and in Arizona really wouldn't, have, really wouldn't cover you any, anyway unless it was a hit piece. Unless it was a hit piece. The Republic, the big newspaper, really, you submitted a couple of op-eds they wouldn't do, correct? They wouldn't take our op-ed with our amazing uh, policy to secure the border unless we removed the word invasion. And I said, uh, it, hold, hang we're not going to remove the word invasion because that's what it is. You said it was an invasion. And they came back on a on a thought piece of yours and said you have to remove a word. It, yeah, it would not air in their paper unless we took the word invasion out. Isn't that amazing? This is why it's known as the Arizona repugnant, not the Arizona Republic. How did then, was it travel in state? I mean, how did you win a sweeping victory? Outspent 10 to 1 with no legacy media coverage, which is that free media you need, how did you do it? We just started campaigning across the state. I, when I ran for office, the people asked me to run. I didn't even know how to run for office. I called the Arizona Re uh, Republican office at AZGOP, and I said, how do you run for office? True story. And we cobbled together a team. I, I have uh, friends who I've known for decades involved in the team, people from church. I mean, we literally brought in a group of outsiders to politics and said, we're going to save Arizona. Everybody new to the, new My to the game. My opponent, who already is married to a billionaire, God bless her, I mean, good for her, they hired up all of the fundraisers, so we had no fundraisers. And they figured they would prevent us from being able to even get started. So I said, forget it. We don't worry about the fundraisers. Let's go campaign across the state. What, what, did, what did President Trump seeing you, since you're, 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 you're from the media, but you're new to this, you've got a team that's relatively inexperienced, although real fighters. What did Trump see in you, and particularly early on, that led to the endorsement? Well, it was about a year ago that he came to town. We had a, an election integrity rally that Turning Point Action put on. 
and all of the candidates were invited to speak. Uh, all of the Republican candidates were invited to speak and we all spoke and I got a rousing um, ovation and the crowd was just really warm and welcoming to me because they've known me for 27 years as I've covered Arizona. Then when the president showed up and introduced each and every one of us, I mean, the doors just kind of blew off the place when he said my name. And I think at that moment, the president went, something's going on here. Who is this? Even though I interviewed him. It was caught on media too. He goes, wow. Remember he kind of stepped back. Yes, he did. He did. He stepped back. He let let the uh, applause go on. And I heard from one of his people that he walked off the stage and said, who is that Carrie Lake? (laughs) But I had interviewed him um, twice as a journalist. He gave me two exclusive interviews because he knew he could trust me. I wasn't out to get him. I was out to be fair with him. And I think that's all we want is just parity, fairness. What, why, what was the decision to leave media and actually get in politics? That's a huge step, particularly you're at the top of your game. I mean, you're, Phoenix is one of the most important media markets in the country. You were the top star. Why would you walk away from something like that to get into, as you've seen, the politics of personal destruction? Oh, it is bad, isn't it? It is the swamp. It, the swamp is the perfect way to describe it, as President Trump called it. Um, you know, I, I, during COVID, I think a lot of us had a big wake-up call, and we said, what's really going on here? We're watching Fauci try to destroy our lives. We're watching our governors try to destroy our lives and our businesses. We're watching our kids get masked, and we're not getting the straight scoop. You know, I've got a good BS meter. I'm from the Midwest. I was born with that. And it just wasn't making I, Iowa, sense. Right? Yes. An Iowa farm I'm, girl. I'm from Iowa, not a farm okay. girl, but I grew up in the, in the country <laughs> yeah. near farmers. And, you know, like everybody else, it just wasn't making sense. There was no interest by the media to do stories on early treatments that might help to get, you know, our, our elderly uh, parents out of their homes so they could interact again with family. And I just started to realize that the media was trying to divide people and trying to make the situation worse rather than better. And then, of course, the election happened, the early call. And no interest. Did in, that disturb you when you saw that early? Oh, call? I was on the air when I when someone got in my ear and said Fox just called it. I said, "Whoa, what the heck's going on?" And People you, as still n- knowing line. Arizona, you knew that that was an early call. It was really early. People were still in line voting, and it's funny they couldn't call my race, even though we knew we were going to win. <laughs> we had all the stats. If you if you looked at stats and numbers, yeah. you knew we were going to win. But they waited and waited and waited to call our race. But they were very quick to call the race against. President can Trump. you hold through the break when we yes. get to the next segment? Carrie, can we have a round for Carrie Lake as we go off? Carrie <laughs> Lake, the winner in the Republican primary, historic. We're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back in the war room in just a moment. If you are over, because we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N 
to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. And get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. We are, we are live. We are, we are live in CPAC. We've got the winner of the Arizona primary for governor, Carrie Lake, the Republican nominee for governor in Arizona. Carrie, so t- t- tough fight, tough fight. Walk us through any closing thoughts on what you just went through because we got to start looking forward. T- talk to us oh, about boy. anything about the team, President Trump, the people of Arizona, what you learned about yourself. I'm tougher than I even thought, and I'm tough. <laughs> but I had a what great team. What do you mean team. by that? You are you very know, tough. I, I grew up, you... I'm the youngest of nine children. We grew up, um, we didn't have a lot as far as means, but we had love, and, and my parents taught us how to work hard. We had to work for everything. And that's the kind of work ethic I brought to this. I don't think there was anybody in this country who worked as hard as we did in our team. We crisscrossed the state. I, I started doing four and five events a day or, or uh, meetings and uh, you know in-home meetings, that kind of thing where we gather people together like this. And I thought that was normal. Someone said, Carrie, that's what you do in the last week. So we just kept that momentum and we kept that energy the entire time. A team of people who love Arizona. This is not my victory. It is Arizona's victory. This is truly, the Republican party is the party of we, the people. Going forward, we the people are the Republican Party. And I welcome any Democrat or independent who's tired of what's going on in this world, who's tired of the high gas prices, who is struggling to make ends meet, who's worried about crime, who wants to see our border secure, and who doesn't want their kids getting their hands on fentanyl. I welcome you in to this Republican Party. We want your vote, but more importantly, we want your support as we move forward to save Arizona. And I think when we save Arizona, we save our republic. Amen. Talk, talk to me about, as Governor Lake, what are the two or three things that are top of your priority? What do you feel has to happen to take Arizona to the next level? For starters, we have to secure that border. We have completely let it go. Joe Biden obviously came in and tore back a wonderful policy that President Trump had in place. And we need to get back to that kind of a policy on the border. We're going to finish President Trump's wall on day one. We're going to call it what it is. We're issuing a declaration of invasion. We're going to get our Arizona You're going to stick with invasion. You're not backing off at all. You're saying, hey, as Governor Lake, it's an invasion. I'm going to stop it. You're not going to happy talk this. We've got to call it what it is. We've got to call it what it is. Look at the video. Go to the border. I encourage you, take a look at what's happening on our border. While we're compassionate people, we can't take on the world's poor and the world's troubles. We have to start taking on and caring for the people of Arizona and this country. So we're going to take on our border and we're going to secure it. We're going to do a reform of our elections because we just saw this last few days what's going on. People in Pinal County, Arizona, showed up to vote one hour into the polls being open. They were out of Republican ballots. And they were turned away, many of them. How could that possibly happen? Particularly, this was not like, it didn't sneak up on Arizona. This was in the world media, all over the world, BBC, NHK, the Times of London, the Guardian, the Financial Times, everybody focused on the election in Arizona. How did Katie Hobbs and the election officials of that state, how did it all collapse? Just complete incompetence. I mean, we've seen it before. This isn't the first election that was botched and and full of issues. And and we're going to deal with those issues. 
Democrats want this, independents want it, and so do Republicans. If you look at, at polling on what people care about, they care about our elections. And this is everybody. Nobody wants to show up at the at the polling place and be told there's no ballots for you. By the way, whether you're Democrat, independent or Republican, it doesn't Absolutely. matter, right? It's got to be right for everybody. A lot of the independents were turned away. They wanted the Republican ballot. They ran out of Republican ballots one hour into voting on Election Day. So we just and need Governor to make sure. Governor Lake, you're going you're gonna to clear, you're going to change it with Fincham. Your team yes. is going to change that. We're going to do it. And, you know, this is why America First Candidates won. We're talking about the issues that Arizona cares about. I'm out there every day talking to Arizonans. Mika is not out there talking to Arizonans and she's probably not talking to many Americans. I know the issues that people are worried about and concerned about, and we can solve these problems. America first, America first policies will help us get through these problems. We saw it with President Trump. And I want to send, I don't know if he's watching, but a big thank you to President Trump. He supported me early. He endorsed me early. People love President Trump. We miss him and we miss his policies most of all. And so it's his policies that we were riding high. Remember just a few years ago, we were riding high. And 19, the best economy we ever had, particularly working class people, Hispanics. The Hispanic community seems to be quickly coming over to the Republican Party, to MAGA, to, to these policies that have worked for them. How, do, how does that play into your border security? It seems to me the Hispanic working class, particularly in Arizona, this is something that protects them. This is something to make sure we're not flooded with, uh, with uh, low cost labor. So walk us Many through, the, how, what's, your, what's your reach out to the Hispanic community? First of all, the, the Republican Party is such a natural fit for the Latino community because they're all about faith, family, hard work, entrepreneurship. When we have a healthy economy and we have a safe state, it's good for all Arizonans. I don't care what your background is. And that's why they like our policies. That's why they like President Trump's policies. And we're going to continue along those lines. When we have a, a state where your business is healthy, where your children are healthy, where you can have your church open, where you can have your business open without the government interfering, then we're in a better place. And I think we're going to see more and more people who are Hispanic coming over to the Republican Party. We've already been seeing that. We were winning in polling with every group of people. We were winning in polling. They want what America First has to offer. When you talked on the campaign trail, one thing I noticed, you make the family the center of your policies, right? Walk us through that, and particularly the degree that your faith has, has helped you focus on that and make it a centerpiece of your policies. Well, I'm truly here because of God. I mean, when I walked away from my career, I was, I was afraid. I walked away from a massive paycheck, everything I knew. And I really said to God, I am handing my life completely 100% over so to you. Pray, you prayed about this a lot before you made I that did. move? It was, I, was, I was afraid. I mean, can you imagine walking away from everything into the great unknown? How will we feed our family? And I'm telling you, when you turn your life over to God, Did you have an thing. inkling of how nasty and brutal personally it was going to be when you were trying to thinking about that and, and, and praying? No, I didn't think the media would be so awful. I mean, I worked in the media. I figured that they might cover this as a pretty cool story. Wow, somebody walks away and look at they're They're not part of the political scene and they get into politics. And we were up against some behemoths. We were up against the McCain consultants high-priced McCain consultants with 30 and 40 years of experience in their firm, and we beat them. Their heads are still spinning in how we did it. Um, but again, it's worth the fight. If we can't handle a few hits and punches, then, then, then who are we? This is the time to stand up. This is the time to step forward, speak out. And we, we have to stop caring what 
the media and the radicals on the left say about us. If we get so worried about that, we'll lose our country. And I think the moms and dads of the world are stepping up and saying, not so fast. We, we must leave a better country for our kids. You have the border issue. You have the families. Uh, talk about the economy, particularly talk about the economy to the middle class and the working class in Arizona. A governor lake, what, what, what are you going to do? to thwart what Biden has done and his regime has done to the American economy? It's going to be hard because inflation is going up at such a fast clip right now. But we're going to do everything we can to lower taxes, uh, you know, sales tax, property tax, anything we can do there. But again, we're in for a tough road. When we put people like Biden in office, it is destructive to every economy. It's destructive to every family. So we're going to work to bring down taxes and fees and anything we can to help in any way possible, and then just create a really good environment for jobs and a really good environment for business. We have a lot of jobs in Arizona. We just need to get people trained for those jobs. And that's why our education policy calls for a dual track education. After 10th grade, you decide if you want to take the college route or if you want to get training right there in high school. Let's talk about that. You don't need to go to college. I mean, under President Trump in 19, blue collar workers out uh, did white collar work as far as wage growth. Uh, uh, non-college graduates were higher than college graduates. That's the Trump economy. Do you think you, you can help rebuild that in Arizona? We're going to. We're going to. And it has to start with our education. The purpose of educating our kids is to prepare them for the future and for the jobs that are out there so that they can be self-sufficient. And we're not doing a good job of that, but we're going to start doing a good job. And that's after 10th grade, kids can decide if they want to go and get trade skill training, if they want to get certification, vocational skills, so that right out of high school, they're ready for these jobs, high paying jobs. I was at a Vail School District yes. in Southern Arizona. They have a welding program. They have culinary Big arts. Time. They're doing this in the high school. Working with your hands right now, you, yeah. you, you, you can really punch your ticket. Every kid in their welding program has a job offer when they graduate high school, making between seventy dollars and $100,000 with full benefits, and they have zero college debt. That is what we need to do to get our economy going and to help people with Joe Biden's economy. When you talk about these people, you talk about working class people, the scourge of fentanyl, opioids, drugs. What is Governor Lake going to do about that? Well, we're going to secure the border and take on the cartels. And, and they're going to know that cartels are not welcome. They're not running the show in Arizona anymore. They're going to have to find access through another state. And eventually these other states will get the uh, will get the message that you have to be tough on the border. We have to push back against these narco terrorists is exactly what they are. This is a weapon of mass destruction. It's killing more than 100,000 people a year. And these are young people. And we're not going to allow you're gonna Arizona. Stop, and you're going to stop. You're committed to stop that. Absolutely. I just talked to a, a dad about a week and a half ago. His 17-year-old son died, took a pill that was laced with fentanyl. And we can't lose our young people. We can't lose them to this poisoning that's happening. Your grassroots campaign, give people how they now find out on your run actually for the governorship and then Mika and, and, and the MSMEC crew can have an easy time of following you. <laughs> Mika, if you want to see where I stand on the issues, because that's what this is about, issues. We want to solve problems for Americans. Go to my website, carrylake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com. And if you want to make a donation while you're there, Mika or anybody else, I would appreciate it. We had a brutal um, primary. We spent a lot of money, and we could use some help replenishing the coffers. Gary Lake. Thank you. Oh, my gosh.
Thank you to the War Room. You guys are doing so much for no. this country. You're, Thank you're, you. You're, you're, you are, you've just done an amazing job. Good, it's good luck. It's going to be a grassroots campaign. It starts right here, right now. Carrie Lake's the nominee forward to 8 November. We'll be back. We're going to take a short commercial break. We have one more shout out for Carrie. Yeah. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm pl- proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. Okay, welcome back. We're live at CPAC. We've been able to Shanghai the morning crowd. We've got Ed Henry over here. Ed, hang on one Can't second. Wait. Jane, give us some a War Room Posse, folks. CPAC is one of the best organizations. <laughs> I got my uh, introduction into politics in the 7th District of Virginia, and that's where I met Mercedes, and they do great work. They recruit young people, and CPAC is a great organization with all the right values. Corey, what about you? What's bringing you to CPAC today? Oh, man, look at this group. Look at these people. This is awesome. I mean, we got Carrie Lake, the new governor of Arizona. Carrie Lake just stopped by. Right. Mr. Steve Bannon, greatest in the world. We love you guys. Without you guys, we wouldn't be here. Trust Jane, me. hang on for a second. Thank I'm going to go back to Ed, and then we'll come right back to the War Room Posse. Thank you, guys. Good to see you. Okay, walk through. We just had Carrie Lake here. Yeah. Look, you've been doing this for a long time. Put in perspective this Arizona situation. We started with a five-minute cold open for Morning Mika. Dude, it was so over the top. I mean, that's what I told Carrie coming down here. I was like, we're going to show you this. I miss it. Are they freaking out? Are Beyond, they re- it's a full meltdown. Yeah. You know, they called her a, uh, I think they called her a bill of rights. Mika said, you're a bill of rights rapist, right? And that was not even the worst. They go on, these are all insurrectionists. They showed you the country's going in the wrong direction. Because Carrie Lake has guts and she tells it like it is. And I was in the mainstream media for a long time, but now at Real America's Voice, I got a new perspective on things. I was what off, do you mean? I was off the field for a little while. Uh, and I watched, and it was embarrassing to watch my colleagues at Fox and elsewhere, old colleagues, the way they were sycophantic towards the mainstream, uh, Fox trying to cozy up to Biden, trying to off Trump on election night. That's what they tried to do. You saw that. I saw that from the outside. But, but, I was fired but, but, by Fox before yeah, that. Yeah, but hang on a second. I want to go back to that. Talk to me about 
that call on that night. Who was but, who was running the uh, decision desk? Bill Salmon, who was a never Trumper, right? Uh, like he a, was a news head in Washington. In Washington, he yeah. ran the decision desk yeah. with Arnon. Uh, who was like a Hillary Clinton guy, right? Everyone can look this up. And then beyond that, Chris Steyerwald, who testified one of the first days at the January 6th hearings. I like him personally, like Bill Samper, but Chris Steyerwald, never Trumper, couldn't stand Trump. When I was behind the scenes at Fox in the early part of 2020, they could not stand Donald Trump. And 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 Suzanne Scott at the top, the yeah. CEO, uh, said to people very close to her, we, we have to find a way out of this. We're not following the tweets anymore. We can't stand this guy. We're moving away from Trump. I was fired in July 2020, but in the summer. Yeah, by the way, you were like the White House correspondent. White House, right? and then I was anchoring. Right. And then when I saw an election night was that they hand Brett Baer this thing saying, we're calling Arizona, Cary Lake's home state. Nobody was calling Arizona. <laughs> CNN didn't call it for like two weeks. How is that possible, Steve? Impossible. You've been in the war room literally and figuratively. Yeah. I was, how, how does we were Fox doing live broadcasts and we actually had Richard Barris and we had the numbers everywhere and I go, where are they getting that number from? What What do you think happened? Uh, what I think happened is that the Murdoch saw an opportunity to off Trump. Here's the thing, Arizona, we call Arizona early. Everyone else goes on board. Biden's going to win. Trump can't win without Arizona, And right? he can't step up to the mic and say, I won. And because he can't declare victory because Fox cut him off at the knees. Now, then January 6th happened. Fox goes all in on insurrection, right? Uh, in between that, by the way, I would say after the election, when they tried to off Trump, Fox's ratings went like this. Drop. Newsmax, Real America's right. Voice, people are rising. Right. What do they do? They put Rudy on. They put uh, 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 Sidney Powell and say there's fraud, which they weren't telling their viewers about on uh, the run up or right after. But when the ratings went down, they went all in on Panic. the fraud. Panic. You saw it. Yeah, yeah. They panicked. Panic. Then their ratings went back up. It stabilized, right? So then fast forward to January 6th, they see another opportunity to off Trump. I don't have, you know the name, reporters, anchors, this is the worst day in America. Right. Fast forward to January 6th hearings. You had Brett Baer and others saying this is worse than Watergate. Right. Right. You saw, un these are facts. Un unbelievable. Okay. Now fast forward to this past with, weekend. By the way, with hearsay evidence. Right. right. And then and then last weekend, New York Times says Fox won't put Trump on anymore. He hadn't done an interview in over 100 days. So what did Tucker do? Well, I think Tucker. But, but hang on a second. I want to go to that for a second. Yeah. Trump comes back to D.C. for the first time. He's got this new think tank and he comes and he literally gives yeah. one of the toughest, hardest speeches I've ever heard from Trump. And I've heard them all right. This chaos in the cities. Not one second of coverage on Fox. Fox and did not take it live. But you know who they took live? Mike Pence. Same day. 17 minutes. Why? By Why? Way, of, of, of bromides. It was bromides. Not just that. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think they 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 they, they went through the break which is a mortal sin at Fox, right? A you gotta make money, you gotta do the you gotta, breaks. You do the breaks, you don't blow a break at Fox, right? That's it's all right. it's about is ratings and money at Fox, that's it. Seriously. And I, yeah, I filed a lawsuit against them and we'll work it out and we'll win in the end. A what's the what's, hang on, what's the difference between Fox under Roger Ailes and Fox oh, today? It's night and day because uh, from Suzanne Scott on down, there's no vision on news. They're like, let's follow the ball where it's going. Uh, th there's no forward looking uh, because uh, you and I were talking on the morning show um, in the old Fox, they would have covered Carrie Lake. Instead, they were ignoring Carrie Lake and she did not exist. She's a Republican. Why wasn't Fox and giving her and, a fair hearing? And, and you news. can ask her tough questions, yeah. by the way. By the way, and it's news. It's right. news that of she's course. running a grassroots But they want to ignore Trump, so then they want to ignore everyone Trump endorses. Um, I bet, I haven't, other than Tucker, J.D. Vance wasn't on Fox much either during those primaries, right? You. you had Vance Blake on, Masters Tucker had on that, on. Blake Masters wasn't on that much. I mean, so just, what, why is this? Why not cover everybody fairly, like fair and balanced? That's what Fox was built so on. So what, what do you predict 
Now we're in this tough, these tough, uh, you got Tudor Dixon from formerly yeah. Real America's Voice, yeah. a, a rising rock star. You have Carrie Lake. You have some of the most presentable people that can reach out. They're talking about policies that two thirds of the American people what happens, do you think, in the campaign? And then talk to me about what you think the mainstream media covers. Well, look, so you saw you saw Morning Mika this morning. Yeah. It's pure uh, character assassination. Is because what they're, trying to do. they're worried that some of these candidates, like Carrie Lake, will actually win in the general election. Because, as you say, Carrie Lake's position is not just where mainstream America is. It's where the darn Biden administration is now on the border. They've ignored the border for over a year and a half. And, and Steve, explain this to me. You're inside the White House. They said that building the wall was racist. Yes. And absolutely. now they're building a wall in California and Arizona. How many more states are going to build the wall in? And if I sound crazy, you know what? I'm sick and tired of the BS I see in the mainstream media. They said the wall was racist. OK, now if Biden builds it, Jean Pierre says at the podium, we're trying to save lives. Wasn't that what, that's what she said. That's a quote, yeah, yeah, that's a quote. right? That's a quote. Okay, so Trump was crazy when he came down the escalator, but now the wall's the greatest idea ever right. because it is an invasion, as you said. And they understand and, and, and they understand the polling's going against them on this. Every, yeah, every American and, and Biden's understands. a disaster and the whole Democratic Party is running from them, but they're scared and Fox doesn't know what to do as well, getting back to them, because they help prop up Biden and say he's the winner, right? And Everyone knows Biden's out to lunch. I've covered, I don't know, five, six presidents. The, the guy's incoherent. Let's, let's call okay, it what let, it is. Let's talk, but let's, Kamala is worse. Let's talk about that. You've been in that. People don't realize that that press room is very small. Yeah, I covered it 10 years. Very cramped. You've been in there. Give me your assessment of how they handle the media from that podium. Uh, Circle Box Saki was all over the map, and I thought it will never get worse than that. And now Jean-Pierre just doesn't answer anything. Uh, we're doing the work is her line a lot of times. And work on what? She said that the overturning. She's got the big, got the big, big binder. She's ready. They got the big, beautiful binder, as uh, Trump might say. Um, and there's nothing in that binder. Mike, I call Mike, it, by the way, on Getter, I call it the Zen master. Because you ask her a question, and it comes back with, like, the sound of one hand clapping. It's totally unrelated to anything dealing with the, with the question itself. Steve, they said six, eight months ago that there was no supply chain crisis. That was a lie. They said they solved the baby formula crisis. There's moms all in every state in this country going on local news, Democrat, Republican, independent saying they can't get baby formula. This is America and moms can't feed their kids. I mean, I'm not trying to be dramatic. This is insanity. Right. And the meeting, how do you say the gross incompetence, gross incompetence. Saying. And when you ask about the White House press room, I think Peter Ducey's doing a great job. Not Fabulous. just here. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Peter Ducey is challenging. Yeah. I think he's doing a great job. Where are the other people? Hello, are you awake? I mean, why are they not asking every day? Okay, let me read back what the president said yesterday. Does that make any sense? He's incoherent. I mean, why is it? That's not, I know that someone's going to write this up and say that I'm saying he's seen up. Well, he is. They were trying to say about Trump, you know, he's got to take this mental aptitude test because they said he was crazy. Hey, look, Trump did what he did, okay? He can defend his statements. But you're going to tell me that Biden is all there? Where's the tests on him? I covered this place for 10 years. How is anybody looking at John Pierre ever, a straight face and saying, oh, yeah, he's all there? Compared yeah. to way that the attack every day, yeah. Trump would come in that room and, and they'd be jumping up and down or they'd be jumping on. Sarah the latest Huckabee. Trump tweet, they would be they're standing upside down. You were there in the White House. What is Trump doing now? Our hair's on fire. And, and with Biden, 
he doesn't he he loses train of thought on everything. How do you take any of that seriously? Not say Jean Pierre seriously. Yeah. Is the doctor coming in today? Yeah. Are you going yeah. to Walter Reed? Hold on, hold on. Are, do you believe that Admiral Kirby is now over there? You see Kirby taking over. Uh, there's no doubt that they're bringing in adult supervision. It's not just so Kirby. They, they, they bring in Kirby. So John Pierre's there, and if it's anything foreign policy, hey Kirby, get over because Kirby, I've worked with him. He's a smart guy. He's a pro, right? Navy He's a pro. Uh, and then on the economy, they got three or four people. Healthcare, we got six experts. Because she can't, she's going through that binder, don't know what she's talking about. You know, I mean, these are facts. You co you covered it. Why is Fauci not rolled out as much as he used to be? You know, oh, well. From a media perspective, you think media. that, you think that, you think that people are He was on doing 30 now. interviews a day. I think they realized that even he, they, they made him St. Fauci, literally. They were doing candles at churches for him, St. Fauci. And they, after a while, the guy was on this side, that side, this side. The mandates have all, everyone's turned on. But you know what? The mandates still exist in some places. We have viewers. He has an emergency order. Biden still has the emergency order out. And and the judge in Florida said the mandates no longer stand, but they're still pushing them. I know people who contact us who watch Real America's Voice, uh, whose spouses uh, lost their jobs because they would not get the jab. Right. Um, and and you now know, that's coming back to on people. Let's walk through. We, we got about, what, 94, 95 days to election day. Walk us through, how do you think this thing evolves over the next couple of months? You've got a, a bunch of Trump insurgents. Yeah. You've got the Republican establishment are still obviously sore from losing this. You gotta bring that on board. You got yeah. a couple obvious disasters already in Pennsylvania with Dr. Oz and some right. others. Walk us through. Well, because I, I want to be honest in my reporting as always, which is that I'm saying some of the Trump side of this and the disaster for Biden. And Carrie Lake, I think, is a positive in the sense that I think she's a strong candidate. And a Tudor Dixon. Right, and a yeah. Tudor in Michigan. But not all these Trump-endorsed candidates are uh, are all there, are, are great. And he's going to lose some of these in the general. And I know some people will be pissed at me. That's the truth. What do they have uh, to do? Oz, in, yeah. in, he's running a campaign for Senate in Pennsylvania from a home in New Jersey. Does that make any sense? What he's running against Fetterman who had a stroke. How is he winning? <laughs> is Fetterman, I mean, Fetterman is like weekend and Bernie's, but it seems Absolutely. to be working. What what do those candidates have to do first off to galvanize you the Trump movement and then move forward to try to try to make their message broader? Is forget about the BS, forget about the noise, morning Mika and the rest of it, and do the bread and butter issues that you and Donald Trump have. It's the border. It's the darn economy. This is what people care about. It's what what are you saying? And parents' rights. Parents think rights. about young parents kids. Rights. And I think that I remember saying at the time in that off-year election that I bet, having covered this a long time, that Republicans, the establishment, some of the rhinos, will walk away from the parents' rights issue. Young kid won on it in Virginia. and But then everyone gets distracted and chases the soccer ball to something else. Go back to the parents, as this lady said, because they're trying to jam transgender. They're trying to jam critical race. A number, radical ideology. Radical ideas, number one. But number two, then you got Ray, who you, we talked about it this morning earlier in American Sunrise. He's testifying as the FBI director. And these guys are treating, the FBI is treating get, parents. I'm, I'm going to get all over uh, the laptop from hell as soon as we yeah, get rid of the that, domestic but also, terrorists. But what domestic about the terrorists. FBI? Parents are domestic terrorists, right? Get Merrick Garland wants to throw him in jail. What, what is he doing on Hunter Biden, as you say? So this... This woman's right. 
If the Republicans talk about the economy, the border, and parents' rights, they can't lose. The audience is always right. Real quickly, how do people get to the show on social media? American Sunrise. Go get the app, uh, Real America's Voice, in the Apple uh, Store. We're on Roku every morning. We're on Apple TV. Uh, Dish Network, if you have that. Follow me on Getter, Truth Social. There it is, American Sunrise. Yeah. And that was uh, Trump and I at the border in about 2019 near yeah. San Diego. And he built that thing, and they all laughed at him. They called him a racist, and he was right. And we have a segment on the show, Trump was right. He was right about the border, Amen. and even now Biden is admitting. Okay, Steve, this, appreciate this it. is the great lead-in, the, the upbeat, sunny, but <laughs> realistic lead-in for the dark specter comes. That's Short what we lead into. With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn in your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. and They have been on the front lines fighting for your values. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service, plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and your Second Amendment. Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's all one word, PatriotMobile.com, slash Bannon, or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-P-A-T-R-I-O-T, 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to get the free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts for you. Come join our movement and make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Support this company that supports your values. Do this today. Action, action, action. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. All one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. 
No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. We're at CPAC Live, the war room. Okay, Jane, what do we got here? By Jean. Now, Jean, can you tell us what you think of Media Matters? Oh, boy. Um, I think that's George Soros' outfit, and I think he's heavily involved in our elections, and uh, that he spent a lot of money buying off district attorneys. By, by no. the way, Media Matters picked, selected her yesterday to poke fun at her for her beautiful... Uh, her, yeah, oh, yeah, you want me to mad? They tweeted out, oh, they brought, brought a colored graph paper. Yes, that's what we had you on. Can you show us more of your signs? Show that camera right there, what your signs say. These are, these are Steve's slogans, some of them. <laughs> Coming in hot. <laughs> uh, the pom-pom, oh, I got their pom-poms on. <laughs> so we're the pom-pom section. That's for you, George Soros. And then we've got Hawaiian War Room Posse. That's thank you. George Soros cannot beat the American people. You're going to have to outwork them. You're going to have to outvote the fraud and outvote the money, right? Yes. War Room Posse. Josh Phillips now joins us from the Epoch Times. By the way, the single best broadsheet in the country. What you guys have done is absolutely incredible. The coverage of China, the Chinese Communist Party. You guys are a platform for the truth. Between Epic Times, was it NTD TV? Yeah, NTD. You got G News with Miles Growing Out. We have combined the best coverage of China of anybody. It's absolutely unbelievable. Talk to us about Nancy Pelosi's trip. And particularly, people are very worried now that these naval exercises are going to lead to a naval blockade. What does the Epoch Times reporting tell us? Yeah, well, Steve, you know, I think you and I are in the front lines of this and have been for a good while. I think the Chinese Communist Party is using this basically as an excuse to do what they were already wanting to do, which is try to take over Taiwan. And the reality with Taiwan is the Chinese Communist Party would have a devastating war were they to invade it beachheads, imagine D-Day on you, every you, front. You believe it'd be like Normandy? It would be like Normandy, and then once they get on the ground, it would be like Iwo Jima, because they have underground bases all throughout. It would be devastating for the Chinese military. I think what they're doing instead of direct invasion is they're basically sieging Taiwan. Like, a, imagine a medieval castle siege. They're surrounding Taiwan. We'll see how long they maintain this for. It might even be a couple of years. You mean a naval blockade and an air, air, uh, an air blockade? I think that's what they're doing. And, you know, you can argue that we could do freedom of navigation exercises where American warships could still go through and risk it. But will shipping containers risk it? Will, you know, trade vessels risk it? I don't know if they will. Steve. OK, tell from the Epic Times point of view, understanding the Taiwan economy and how industry could be linked to the American economy. We call Taiwan Silicon Valley West. The bill just got passed uh, last week about bringing ships. But that's a 10 year process. Yeah. What happens to the American economy? If she decides to put a blockade or a quarantine around Taiwan, what happens to us? It means the high tech industry dies. It mean, dies. It, it, mean, it means we go back to like you know pre semiconductors technology. It means you think cars, it, you think it's that you think it'll be that tough? At least in the short term, yes. I mean, what like ninety five percent of the chips come from Taiwan, something like that. So, so you're saying that that can't happen because that's a great depression in the United States. Is she know that? Is she prepared uh, to risk that? She she is definitely aware of it because Trump almost did it to she, if we remember. And so remember, Trump 
banned these temporarily in China, and the, he let the, he let Xi Jinping feel the pain. The advanced chips. Yes, he he let Xi feel the pain with that. Talk to me about you guys had great coverage about the financial collapse of the real estate industry, particularly you see tanks that used to be in Tiananmen Square now in front of the Bank of China, That's right. in front of the bank, not letting Lao Beijing get to their savings as the real estate market collapses. Is that as bad as it seems? And will that trigger Xi to do some hyper-nationalism to let's go get Taiwan? Uh, Steve, it's it's worse than it seems. And worse than it worse seems. Worse for the Chinese Communist Party, I, sh I should know. Uh, the reality is the Chinese economy was ready to burst. They were bailed out by Western investment. Basically what happened was the Chinese economy was collapsing, real estate markets were collapsing. They saved that by telling the rest of the world during the COVID outbreak, hey, now is the time to invest in China. We're going to build back, you know, invest in infrastructure. Western in Western financial companies poured money into the Chinese Communist Party, bailed them out temporarily, but the problems were not fixed. Now they're finding that all the money in the world can't bail them out. And so they're having the problem now where people are having runs on the bank. They're trying to use people's health codes for COVID, you it, know, it, quote it, unquote. Is, is that what it is? It's a, it's a classic bank run, and that's yes. why they've got the tanks outside. And they're also redefining your savings as investment products <laughs> so that you can't, you can't withdraw an investment product, right? Yeah, that's, that's the glory of a digital currency. Walk us through, walk us, and I want you to speculate, but as you see these forces coming together, walk us through the next couple of months as a lead up to the 20th Party Congress, where she wants to be emperor for life. What do you think happens? Well, the reality is Xi Jinping, of course, people talk about it as like the supreme leader of the Chinese Communist Party. In reality, he does not control everything. You have different families that control a lot of China. You factions. have different factions that control parts of China. Uh, the Jiang faction, although Jiang is not doing so hot, still controls a lot. And they're at, they're at each other's throats. They do not like Xi Jinping. And frankly, they're not, they're not any better. So that, that should be clear. Xi Jinping wants to control everything even though he's kind of like chairman for life, or not, sorry, not chairman, he wants to be chairman. Even though he's, you know, technically in charge of the government side on the surface, he will not be in charge of the whole country unless he makes this step towards what Mao Zedong did to become chairman, where he would control everything. That's the steps she is taking. Now, can he do that? A lot of it's going to be determined on whether or not he can demonstrate to other party leaders that he's capable of it and he can survive, you know, the, the Game of Thrones, so to speak when they go after his throat. And that's gonna mean he has to demonstrate either that he can hold the country together, or he has to demonstrate his own personal, I think, power and viciousness, frankly. Wow, how do people get to Epoch Times? How do they get to you on social media? Uh, they can find Epoch Times at theepochtimes.com, T-H-E-E-P-O-C-H-T-I-M-E-S.com, or Epoch TV. I'm at Josh J. Phillip. Can we give it up for Josh Phillips and Epoch Times? <laughs> Give me one more. Give me one more interview before we go. Kidding? No. Ah. <laughs> no, I'm the founder of California Parents Union. We're building a special interest group bigger than the teachers unions to take them down in California. Amazing. We'll Amazing. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. Jane Zirkel, now she's got her cowboy hat on to be back here to talk to the War Room Posse. we got a packed second hour. Short commercial break. We'll be back live at CPAC with the War Room in a moment. Let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 
100,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.